Hello and welcome to Off The Record. We are continuing our journey through the 100 greatest albums of all time. We are up to number 98. The album is Car Wheels on a Gravel Road by Lucinda Williams. Uh, my name's Tom and with me is my very own Ernie Wise. It's John. Hello, John. Hi. How you How's doing? It? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I enjoyed the intro. Thanks. Get used to it. It was good. I feel, I feel like you really put your heart into that. Yeah, I'll, I'll change the inflection each week, but apart from that, I reckon I'll just yeah. stick with that. It's a good intro. Gets the job done. Thanks, man. Uh, last week, you went on a bit of a rampage and insulted Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Ed Sheeran, Snow Patrol, and Fallout Boy. Yeah. Who have you got in your sights this week? <laughs> Today, I'm trying to keep it chill, trying to keep it low, low key. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to offend anyone on purpose. Because not in what our I did last time, well, um, in our pre-podcast planning meeting the ppm yeah um, pppm i've had another p uh you said all you wanted from the podcast was good vibes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you insulted most of the music <laughs> no. industry but you know but you know what else are we here for other than to critique offer our opinion and maybe someone somewhere uh, i'm looking at you jz can <laughs> change the industry from the inside out Okay, and why is he the man to do it? I don't know, he's a big player, isn't he? Yeah. Did uh, Tidal ever take off? I nah. feel like I haven't heard about it since that uh, intro Ed, video. He's begging people to come to Tidal. He's like, I'll give it to you for free. Just please. <laughs> <laughs> always, no a, always a good marketing strategy. No one's begging. biting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I still think people are like, it's not even worth it for free, to be honest. What you, uh, what we've got to drink this week? There's a cup of tea and some water today. Water? Nature's cocktail. Yeah. Well, what, I had, I had uh, a bit of wine last week, didn't I? I, know, oh, I, think... I had a great time last week eating wine and cheese. Man. Eating and wine like, and cheese? Yeah. That sounds lovely. And it was just a delicious full-bodied red and some, you know, just a What was the wine cheddar. like? Hey. Uh, cheddar? I thought it was going to be more exciting than that. What? <laughs> it's just sad. When you say wine and cheese, I don't expect for some reason I don't expect the cheese to be cheddar. Cheddar's an excellent, a mature cheddar. That's all you need sometimes. And mate, I felt like a fucking king, bro. Pardon my language. I felt like I was a French uh, duke. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was great. We're way past the language, days. You, you listened back to last week. You swear, like the, a trooper. There wasn't that much last week. I don't think you um, notice it. You kind of just say it mm. without thinking. That's how we all do it. You do it the same, probably. Yeah, probably. You know. Um, terrible, terrible people. It is fun to swear. I think that is something. <laughs> should... Listen up, kids. Yeah, listen, teach your kids. It is fun to swear. It does make you sound cool. If you use it in a in a classy manner. Like, I think I'm quite classy with my swearing. Like I'm not using it every other word. Um, I was watching this YouTuber this week. Pretty interesting YouTube guy. He was he. What he does, he's an American fella, and he gets a cheap plane ticket to Europe, and then he just um, sleeps in the streets, man. Or he finds like a bush to sleep in and stuff. He calls it a vagrant holiday. And so, yeah, like <laughs> such a weird to, thing to do. Yeah, it is. He went to like uh, like let's say he started in. Uh, somewhere in spain 
and then he like zoomed around all different. He went really loads loads of different places in Europe, and he only spent a grand and a bit doing it because he slept wow. in the streets. And then, but in one case, he uh, he put his stuff in a bush and then went around to do his normal tour thing. He walks around, and then he came back to, and he found a antiseptic wipe package and the wipe and a needle packaging. And his bag and his sleeping bag were gone. Luckily, he had a backpack, so he had his passport and stuff like that. But Jesus. that was a nightmare. Yeah, it was pretty crazy stuff. And then after his bag got stolen, he just walked around places. And then, like, he was in like a poor part of Portugal, and and he'd just go up to these houses. And these houses had their doors open, unlocked, and it was like a mess inside. He just went in these houses, walked around, started, you know, going through stuff. And he slept in an attic and stuff. He's a mental guy, and and it's pretty crazy. But what brought me on to that story is he um, he swears like every other word, and he's trying. I think he's trying to do it like yeah. Well, he's clearly mental, John. Yeah, he's mental. He is, and he, I think he's trying to do it like oh, I'm such a cool guy. I don't care about nothing, the kind of way. But he just swears. He's just everything's f in this, blime in that, and I'm just like, mate, you don't need to swear. Yeah. Like that's I'm not. Class. Con- you're already doing something that's pretty crazy. Like you don't need to. Who are you trying to convince that you're sort of off the rails when you're doing what you're doing? You know what I mean? Who are you convincing? We're convinced already. I'm convinced. I haven't even seen it. And, mate, yeah, but he swears too much. And that's. It takes the class away from swearing, I've got to say. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks for that. That's a great way to start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Only good vibes. Uh, what have you done this week? Uh, this week, we've been. Well, I say we. I kind of is we. I've been preparing to do my next little freelance thing with Good. Uh, my friend and now colleague, um, which is gonna be exciting. Yeah, we've he's he's a very professional guy. Um, been doing. He's been been in the game a long time, and he set up a really sick design document and stuff. And he's like, and he he's been you know, talking to the clients and being like, this is it. And then he's made it final. And so like now we've got a, a set thing that we both agree on and. There's no mulligans from the clients because that because sometimes be an issue where that you know like last minute they're like oh I like this instead and then next thing you know you're adding on another week to your work <clears throat> for and and you know you either got to renegotiate pay or and like they can, it can be an issue so now we've got a solid thing here this is what we're going to do time frame sorted oh, so that sounds good. awesome man yeah it's going to be good it's going to be it's I hope exciting. it's I hope it's not interfering with your podcast duties though. Oh no! I should be able to. Uh, takes, takes a surprising amount of admin to keep this kind of shambles going. It does, and then I've got to do. I've got to manage the the talent, the musicians, and I've oh, also thanks, got man. to do artwork. Oh, am I not the talent? <laughs> no, Peter. <laughs> Peter Donald. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we've outsourced my... after my rant about outsourcing music writing duties. We've outsourced our music writing duties yeah. to your brother. Yeah, because because I just didn't think that I I'd have the time knowing that this shit's coming up no you know, luckily so yeah there's lots of free time I didn't want to yeah well uh, he'd, I think so for now for now well, to, well probably not allowed to say that are we oh no is no, it too, still it. too early no it's all been announced it's all official oh awesome congratulations I'm, I'm uncle Becker. to be yeah congratulations Peter Becker if you're listening <laughs> that's clipping thanks yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm excited um, for him a toast a toast to yeah, Peter I'll and Becker to them there you go. And some of the future kid as well. And uh, future little Tom. They were scared because it could have been twins because my dad's a twin. Is that and how it works? It skipped us. Yeah, apparently it skips a generation. But 
they're not a twin, so that's good. Unless it's already like, imagine if it like ate the kid, like you know how it happens sometimes, and like you yeah. ingest it. Quite possibly. Um, is it a problem us talking about the theme tune, which will probably be in episode one and two? So it won't be new to them. It's just new to us. It's new to us, and I, and we should talk about it. We should talk about it. Yeah. Well, you've already uh, rejected his first offering of a theme yeah. tune. Yeah. I felt <laughs> a little bit bad because I know he spent the evening doing it. It's quite impressive he did that in the evening. I understand yeah. you don't, you're not a big fan of it, but it's not like I mean it's not like I hate the song, but I just don't think it suits the tone of what like we're trying to do here. Um, I think he got a little carried away with because you wanted it to sound a bit like Frank Zappa. There's uh, one Frank Zappa song called Peaches and Regalia that I think sounds perfect and it is used in a different podcast that I listen to. Yeah. So while I wasn't looking for exactly the same song, I yeah, it does. it's a good song, isn't it? No, it's a good song and that song is really good but I think Peter got, Peter got carried away with like making it. He he really honed it on that aspect of it and, and I didn't uh, think that suited the tone so hopefully, hopefully he's, he's all right with doing another one. I did feel bad for us, you know. He did take his time out, but he's a musician, and to be fair, he has been, um, you know, he's not made a lot of songs recently. So it'd be good for him to get back in the old horse's saddle, as the old saying goes. Exactly, um, and we'll buy him some beer to say thank you, and some non-alcoholic beer for Becca. Oh yeah, 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 and and also we've got I've just got brotherly love, which which is. Um, that's a timeless gift, you know what I mean? That's a gift that keeps on giving, so I don't, I don't know, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll, be, he'll be happy to receive that. <laughs> yeah, oh, he will be. Along with the hug you're giving him for Christmas. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, what can you... I think this Christmas and the f- Christmases for eternity are going to be mostly about the kid. Obviously not this one because it's not out yet, but <laughs> it's not it's not released yet. But, yeah, we're all just really hyped in the family about this kid and you know i'm excited and yeah, i might you know, buy like a little teddy or some shit i don't know i don't really want to buy it i don't want to buy a teddy maybe because when's the little to... rascal g march january february march no or uh yeah it's either march or may <laughs> one of the m's <laughs> one of the three, m months two months apart okay no i think it's a f- the, the fifth month so that would be that'd be may, may. yeah but i could be wrong because I don't know. I think it is March or May. <laughs> In between March and May, let's say. Either way, you don't have to get it a Christmas present for this Christmas. No, no that's I all don't. that matters. No, I don't. Um, it's gonna be fun, man. Next Christmas is gonna be lit. It's gonna be like you know, like when you were a kid and Christmases were like legit and like everything was popping off and it was exciting. Obviously, it's gonna be like a little squishy-headed thing that it's not. Yeah, exactly... that first one. But yeah, you're right. The magic will be back. Magic will be back. Yeah, it's going to be dope. And then, like, because we're going to have... I imagine we're going to have, like, Becca's side over. Like, Christmas is going to be bigger again, and I think that's going to be dope. It's yeah. going to be dope. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. How, what you have you are, been up to? Gonna, I was going to say, you going to ask me how my week was? Um, it was <laughs> going well until I, I woke up yesterday morning and couldn't move my neck no yeah man just completely seized up um what, I, I guess just, the just slept just slept funny or something no no i don't do that because i don't like it cold um yeah. and why well, is that a thing that can happen yeah if you get too cold you can stiffen up yeah for sure yeah. well and then if i tried to move it it was just like shooting pains down my spine mm. uh 
and luckily it like eased up a bit and the shower helped um but yeah not ideal so now i'm sat with a heat pack on my neck bent forward in a way which should be uncomfortable but kind of seems to be working oh that sucks man yeah i know you know that happened to me once in school uh i woke up and i had a stiff neck and my neck was like stuck to one side and i had i was walking around <laughs> school the whole day so like, my head with my head at <laughs> one angle like i was like kind of insane maybe and uh, i know that was a very uncomfortable day because you just want to you just want to put your head straight but it doesn't go yeah it's really horrible so weird my body's letting me down in my old age it's it's the beginning of the end get used to it but apart from that i've uh been done a lot of the podcast stuff but i've also been watching i've started and finished a tv show uh called barry have you heard of it no it's the best show on tv barry Barry, it's talk absolutely us, perfect. Through, what is Barry? It's, it's uh, Bill Hader. Okay. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, who I think wrote and directed it as well. But he plays a hitman who wants to stop killing people and become an actor. Oh, okay. And it's, uh, I guess, sort of like dark comedy. Yeah. And at times it is almost oppressively dark, but it is always hilarious. I cannot oh, recommend it. Oh, where did you see that? What? What? Oh, I watched service? on Sky Go, but I'm sure you have your your means and ways. I will rent it from the <laughs> television station. <laughs> this is what I'll do. <laughs> um, Sick. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Oh, it's so good, and the there's some seriously great acting and writing in it, and the soundtrack's perfect. Yeah, I think it was right up your alley. Yeah, man. Sounds, I think I, it does ring a bell from like I heard it on a podcast or something like a, um, like I think he was on. You know the Nerdist podcast. You've heard of that? It's not called have, that anymore, yeah. but um, I think I may have heard. I don't know how old. It's a relatively new series, but it does ring a bell. It does ring a bell. I gotta say, but I never uh, checked yeah. it out. So yeah, they I think they're in the middle of filming season three. Oh, okay. With yeah. season four having been. Uh, They've signed up for more episodes, so hopefully it'll carry on forever. Oh, sweet. Forever and ever. Yeah. Because famously, TV shows stay as good as they always were, and they never get worse. You watched anything good? Um, what have I been watching? I started watching this show called Broad City. It's a comedy show um, produced by Amy Poehler, I believe. Oh, yeah. And I heard it was good, and I saw it on Amazon Prime, so I thought, let's give it a go. And it's quite funny, yeah. It's got Hannibal from um, Eric Andre's show. Do you know him? Hannibal, no. can't think of his last name, but yeah, yeah. I oh, man, it's pretty funny. I haven't got it's kind of like in the same. Uh, I can imagine those characters being in Always Sunny, you know, oh, I mean? uh, okay, yeah, kind yeah. of this like degenerate people, <laughs> yeah, just living, living silly lives, man, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's, cool. it, that's it. So you've listened to the album, John. I saw you were listening to it today. I hope <laughs> that wasn't the first time you listened to it. <laughs> yeah, that was my <laughs> it first was, time. Isn't it? Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well, I listened to it twice. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I suppose that's pretty good. Um, general general thoughts, first impressions? First impressions were that I, I actually... More my first impressions. I liked it, but then towards the end, I kind of didn't hate it i didn't i liked it basically i didn't think it was the worst album i i really enjoyed the production of the album everything was right. like clear and natural sounding and like i thought the drums were produced to perfection 
the engineers on this album were were, were, were class, man. Every do you have? Did you listen to it with headphones on? Yeah, man. It sounds like she was in the room with me. Yeah, dude. And the, oh, mate, the drums were were bonkers. The snare and the kicks were punchy. There was a lot of the tracks here. All I say is just like drums are good. Drums are good. Uh, there was one. That's interesting. I didn't pick up so much on the drums. I was all on the guitar and slide guitar. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's always good. We've commented from different directions. But anyway, so yeah. go on. So you're about... Uh, yeah, the drums... I, know, I remember there was one song where it had this really nice tom, like a floor tom, and it and it, it was so booming, and you could hear the resonance, dude, and it was like... It's just not compressed, I think. It's probably it's probably what it was. It wasn't compressed to fuck like most like <laughs> new albums are, you know, modern yeah. albums. They just, why do they... Comp- I don't know why do they compress it so much, but this, it really... You could hear the, the sound moving. Moving Big dynamic shake. range. Yeah, and it was beautiful. And I really enjoyed that. And I enjoyed the first couple tracks. I think I I'm not a massive fan of like blues rock right. and stuff like that. So when it went towards the end of the album it was quite jammy. Although that and that was my first impression. The second time around I kind of enjoyed it when I was listening to it just with an open ear, you know, but the first time around I thought too much blues rock. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I was a little bit apprehensive going in because I didn't really know what to expect. I've never, I don't really listen to proper country before. The yeah. only time I ever hear it is in a, in like a film. True. You know, when they go into like a ramshackle old bar, Confederate flags on the walls, that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I've, yeah, I've actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, same. I guess there's um, some quite big country influence in other stuff I do like. Johnny Cash, Paul Simon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Bit of Stephen Nicks, I would argue, that's got some country in it. So, but out and out country's not really been on my radar. But I yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, country is a really nice genre, I think. I mean, it can get stale. There's I think cuz it's oversaturated with like moody looking dudes in a sheepskin jacket and a cowboy hat. And like they're always stood by a truck and it's like <laughs> why it was like what how are they not? <laughs> Even the album's called Car Wheels on a Travel Road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, they just, I mean, they just if, love trucks and cowboys. If AI was going to name a country album, I think that's what it would call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she had a quite interesting, she had a cool, interesting way of singing. It's yeah. it kind of basically talking, isn't it? It was, it was gravelly. Yeah. It was wow. gravel road. Yeah. So why don't we uh, go through it song by song? Let's do it. And we'll see what notes we've got. You take the lead this time, because last episode I took the lead. Oh, yeah, man, no problem. Uh, so, well, I didn't have anything to say about that. <laughs> but anyway, we won't get on to it again. Uh, first track, Right In Time. Uh, I liked it. I, in, in fact, I put it straight back on after I finished it. Because, oh, well. Yeah, and particularly the chorus had me coming back for more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I liked this. I liked this one. I said it was a strong track. Um yeah, when I first listened to it, I thought it was just like a nice sort of sad but upbeat kind of, you know, country song. And I enjoyed it. It reminded me really of like grunge music. Really? The whole, the whole, yeah, a lot of these first couple of tracks reminded me of of this, of, of grunge emo kind of from the 90s. Uh, post-grunge, yeah. I'd call it. Okay. <laughs> Every genre's um, got a post, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, because grunge was such a, like a, a thing in the nineties, like that was like the boom, and it changed the trajectory of, of yeah. like modern. I blame Nirvana. Yeah, I blame him too. If if I had if I had a say, um, but yeah, and it really reminded me of that, and that's kind of what uh, sucked me in. I just thought this, I could get down to this. I could be nice and emo to this album, while still being kind of country, like an emo with a country hat. 
on over the cowboy hat. Maybe that's what led me to dress all in black for today's record. Yeah, it might I be. Just, I just, I, without thinking. Yeah. Uh, so strong album opener, and then it led us into song car wheels on a gravel race titular track before we get into that go on what i did after i had what i did with this album was i listened to it one time round, wrote down my initial thoughts which sometimes can be nonsense let's be honest (laughs) and then i went back uh listened to it the second time round. but this second time i was trying to you know get more into the track so i listened to i looked at the uh lyrics on genius.com i like that that website a lot because there are good annotations on that website. Uh, people can highlight lyrics and then fill in gaps. You know what I mean? They can just they can explain yeah, stuff yeah. really nicely. Yeah, uh, and sometimes even the artists get involved, especially more like obviously newer artists. I don't think Lucinda is on the internet, you know, annotating her lyrics these days. <laughs> she's got more important things to do. No. But um, she lets the lyrics do the talking. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so. What I did, I found out some information about that, and writing time's actually about rubbing one out. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, it's about having a masturbate about a past lover. That's that can't be true. The whole song is her. She's just she's just remembering a man that left a lasting impression on her, and she's just straight rubbing one out, man. She's enjoying it. She's taking her time, and I think that's super dope. Um, yeah. So thanks for letting me say that. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to have to pause because mom's just been banging on the door for... Hang on, give me one second. Yeah. I'll be back. Here we are waiting for Tom to answer the door. Hopefully everything's okay. I bet Tom hasn't put his laundry away. God damn it, Tom. Why can't you just put your laundry away? Why? It's disappointing, to say the least. Um, Just put it away. Fold it, put it away, easy, you know. Okay, I'm back, uh, sorry. Nice. Did you what hear what I was saying? Nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to hear it when you send it over, so you might as well yeah. say. No, I'll let, you, I'll let that be a little treat for you. Oh, I look forward to it. <clears throat> uh, my brother's downstairs, which is why I was getting shouted at. Okay, cool. But cool. The, Did you say hi? The podcast, the podcast come first. No, I haven't even gone down. Okay. Um, actually, I think Ava's here as well. Okay, I'm just going to very quickly go say hello. Yeah, man. I'll All just right. look at my phone or something. All right, I'll be back. Right on time. Right on time. <laughs> Yo. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Just been looking at a... I, I'm on TikTok, so I just looked at one of them. Oh, you're so modern and young. I am. It's a bit of fun, dude. Fun- oh shit! There's some funny stuff on. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, what is what are you watching? Uh, just some um, silly. Um, <laughs> apparently, a man gave his kid <laughs> a grand five hundred dollars worth of studio time, and then he listened to a track, and it was like this stupid fucking. But you probably hear it in the in the playback. Oh. So. What happened? I was about to go on to car wheels and then you brought us back for say to describe some masturbation. Yep. That can't be. Is that actually what it's about? It's a, that's what it's about. And it's a natural thing. And I think actually, I'm yeah. very happy that she... It's a beautiful thing. Sing, sing about it. 
Nice. And I feel like if I wrote a song about me having a wank, people would not <laughs> enjoy that one as much. You know what I mean? But mine would be way more on the nose, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll see when your EP comes out, won't we? We will. EP three. When's that, G? Uh, I'm making um, an EP of my instrumental stuff at the moment. I, I wouldn't mind that coming out at the end of the year because I like trying to do like one a year kind of thing. Yeah. But um, we'll see how that goes. I, I, I will put some time into it in the Christmas period, you know. And I will write a song about masturbation. Why not? <laughs> Good. All right. Okay. Carl Wills um, on a thanks gravel. Thanks bringing us back. Yeah, Carl Wills. Uh, I was less a fan of this one. Um, I thought the chorus was a bit lacklustre. Yeah. Um, the uh, one thing I did like about it was the two guitarists, one panned left, one panned right, which I think maybe one of them was a mandolin, but because it, it's was a bit higher but they the two riffs sounded really good mm-hmm. together one in one ear one in the other mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know it's a lot of that that's a lot of that, a lot of yeah. that in there's this. a lot of panning which i'm generally quite a big fan of yeah it's a really good way of of um yeah making it kind of feel like it's a in maybe like a gig situation you know what i mean like there's a guitar on the left guitar on the right and uh i noticed that with another track um further down uh, they they put what, a guitar in one ear and a, a guitar in the other, and yeah. it really works quite well. Um, I'd agree with you. This song wasn't amazing. Um, something I noticed, you know, the the titular track is in second place again, like Taylor Swift. Yeah, and I I'm thinking, I thought you were going to kick off again. No, I'm not kicking off. I'm I'm wondering if I'm out of touch. You know. No, it's the artists that are wrong. Yeah, dude, <laughs> good ref, good reference. I think the problem is that the. Uh, car wheels on a gravel road is quite an ungainly um, word, a sentence to get into a song structure yeah so the chorus just sounds really horrible doesn't scan at all it makes for a good title it makes for a good album title you reckon yeah okay but then, better yeah, than, I thought it was a little bit on the nose I it's better than red if that's what you're about to say I know it's just better with all the tracks this is the best one to call it I reckon I would disagree because I think the next song has got one of the funniest name titles I've ever seen it's because because it's, it's I just find it really so so it's called too cool to be forgotten, but it's spelled the number two and then K O O L and then the number two and then B and then the number four gotten, which on a country album, particularly one called Car Wheels on a Gravel Road, which is as quintessentially country you can get, to have a song called Two the Number Two, <laughs> then cool, yeah. okay. it just looks like it should be on a Boys to Men album, and I found it really funny. Yeah, I think um, this is something that remi- why it reminded me of this kind of post grunge vibe because it reminded me a little bit, which okay, which isn't very post grunge, but it, it reminded me a little bit of Prince because he loved a bit of numbers and letter use, and it reminded me of uh, the Sonic Youth uh, uh, song Cool Kid, Cool Fat, oh, right, Cool okay. Thing, I think it's actually called. Cool. And uh, yeah, man, I really liked. It. And this was my favourite song of the album. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. I was not much of a fan of this one. It. Uh, uh, I thought it was after this one that things started picking up. Well, here's some information about "Too Cool to Be Forgotten." Something that will Tell me. really enhance the flavours of this song. Uh, this song was inspired by a photography book of uh, music halls of Mississippi. Um, it's inspired by a photography book by a man called Bernie Imes, who must be a photographer. And the, the the book collection was called Juke Joint. 
And basically, I guess he went round all these different juke bars, which is something that happened. It's something that's popular in the South America, not South America, but South of America. You know, I mean, like you know, like where this, where the country music's from. Anyway, um, the song is a collection of of stories inspired by that book, right? And the chorus, dude, the the chorus, too cool to be forgotten, is taken from a picture. And you can see this on the Genius page, if you want to see it, people. Um, it's taken from a picture of three kids standing by a wall where they've written on the wall, too cool to be... Uh, Junebug, <coughs> Junebug versus Hurricane, too cool to be forgotten. Oh, one of them's wearing a thriller jacket. Yeah, you're looking at it? Yeah. Man. Yeah, man. So I'm, I imagine they, they had a little versus each other on pool and one of them and they, they thought it was a pretty dope moment and it says true love Junebug versus hurricane too cool to be forgotten i think it's really dope and that's what i really liked the song before i looked it up and, and after i saw that um about it i i was sold man this is a really dope tune and it's okay. and it's got a nice history to it i really like it i agree the uh the graffiti is pretty cool. Have you seen the picture below that one, though? Yeah, something about Jesus, right? <laughs> says, is God the answer? <laughs> it says, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, thereby implying that God is not the answer. And yes, is in fact the answer. <laughs> 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 it should just say, it's God the answer. God. <laughs> but, oh, well. That made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. But yeah good song um next yeah, next it. one um what's the next one next one is drunken angel yeah i associate a lot with this song i think it's about me you think i drunken thought angel. so too yeah are you drunk now always wow there we go this is why the second song isn't being made people <laughs> is it um i might be reading too much into the title but is she pretending to be drunk while singing because I could have sworn she's like slurring her words a bit. I think it's just her 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 tang. It's just her tang. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's got a bit of a swampy kind of just like um, sway left and right kind of feel. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I thought it had a decent organ. I like that sound, and I liked how the song started. But I didn't have much to say over it other than that. But until again, I did some research. Oh, here we go. I'm going to settle in. Settle in for this one. It's a song for and about her drunken friend called Blaze Foley. Oh, that's such a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was reading about him, I, I deduced that he is an alcoholic, you know. And then I was like, oh, you know, I was reading along and I was like, oh, it seems like he died, which is a sad time. Then when you find out how he died, it's mental. Apparently he was shot, right? And according to some witnesses' accounts, instead of instead of waiting for the ambulance, you know, I mean, and, and getting the the hole sewed up, he ran after and chased the shooter, oh, bled to death badass. and died. <laughs> so like, that's hardcore. Yeah, man. I mean, that is that's intense. So um, it seems like he was a uh, like a guitar player that sort of wasted his potential by the sounds of it. But he also at the same time. Was a badass. Um, <clears throat> don't actually do that. If you see a person with a gun, run. Don't get shot. That's number one. That's, that's the advice this podcast yeah. has given you. And I endorse this message. Yeah, same. Um, 
next song is Concrete and Barbed Wire. Yeah. It sounded to me like she was doing an impression of a country singer. That was almost yodeling in places. Yeah, I didn't like this song that much on the first no. time round. But the second time round, I did enjoy it. Um, it was a little bit, a little bit too much on the folky countryside for me. It was too diddly diddly. Yeah, dude. It made me want to get some spoons out and slack them against my thigh. <laughs> I, think, I think there was an actual washboard involved. Yeah, it might have been. There might have been. Uh, this song is about the Berlin Wall. Oh yeah, I can see that. And it's basically, or I don't know if it's about specifically the Berlin Wall, but it's more about. It's about walls. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is, man. <laughs> it's kind of just about like how walls divide us, but love is stronger than walls, you know. But she's ahead of her time. But we build walls all the time. But if we, why do we build walls if we lo- if love is stronger? You know what I mean? And um, I think it was inspired by the Berlin Wall at the very. If it's not about specifically the Berlin Wall, because I don't think it is. I think it's used as a metaphor. In a lot of ways, <laughs> it's a metaphor. <laughs> okay. But. <laughs> But you know, yeah. I mean, what I think what I will say now we're nearly halfway through the album is that a lot of these songs I could have I could have taken or left, you know, and then having taken the time to sort of read about it, which I like doing with music in any in in any case. I like reading the lyrics and trying to fully just ingest the whole the whole thing. Um, You're a connoisseur of music. Yeah, I like to I like to really savor it. I like to swish it around my mouth and my ears and then spit it out into a bucket. And I, this, having read about a lot of these songs gave me a new perspective and I actually appreciated them a lot more than when I just listened to it the first time around when I was just listening to be like, oh, do I like this song? Yes, no, kind of thing. And then I actually took the time to listen to it. So I think this album is a, a grower. Um Okay. And that's good i found um that there's well there's few if any songs that i would uh add to any of my playlists that i would be that i would listen to i would choose to listen to i thought the album itself was really uh was a really good listening experience it works it was really coherent yeah and uh and each song kind of bled into the next very true yeah so while yeah not a lot of singles but Great album. Yes, was definitely, my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. Not easy to do. Not easy to do at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, the only song I think I'd listen to again is probably too too cool to be forgotten. Um, but yeah, well, a metal firecracker I liked, which we're coming up to. But <clears throat> other than that, you're right. That it is, it is, is a good collection of work rather than she didn't she didn't she you can tell she didn't write any songs to be a single. You know, they're all just coming from the soul. Yeah, uh, my favorite one. Uh, if you'll indulge me and skip Lake Charles because I've got nothing to say about that one. Um, yeah, have you got something to say? I've got something to say. Okay, because so the next so the song is Lake Charles. It's the one after the Berlin Wall. Yeah, track six, Lake Charles. I thought it was a nice song. I didn't have much to say about it though. All I could literally say about it was this is a nice song. However, brilliant. Upon, so I feel like we could skip. Upon, <laughs> skip upon looking into it, it's a re- if you look at the lyrics and that, it's about a fucking pardon me. It's about a boyfriend that died after they split up and she was driving up to see him and he died on the way as she was going up to see him. And, uh, you know, I don't know much about this fellow or anything, but there is a story about him again on, on Genius. Uh, you can click a little link and it'll take you to a, an article written by a close friend of the man in question. 
and it's quite a touching story. He seems to have touched a lot of people, and it's been a, been a decent feather and a, a very. Um, I think he was a well-known, charming musician in that scene, and that's from what I understand about it. I could be wrong, please. Uh, but um, yeah, it's actually having done that and read the lyrics. As much as it isn't a, an amazing song, it is quite a nice song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I didn't know that about it. Sounds like she's been through some stuff. Yeah, for sure. You know, you're not a country artist if you haven't been through it. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, especially the blues as well. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, but I'd agree with you that it didn't. It didn't strike me the first time. It's no too cool to be forgotten, but uh, is uh, it has a lot of meaning behind it, which I think is quite nice. So. Um, yeah, it was the one after Lake Charles, was, which was my favourite. Can't let go. Absolute toe tapper. I I defy anyone to listen to it and not bounce along. I yeah yeah yeah. You're not a fan. It reminded me of, of like a biker movie, like a family yeah, family biker. I think that's movie, what it was. Where I like maybe was... they're like fixing up a house or something. It's like a montage. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think if I were in a police chase through Louisiana, this song I would want yeah. as as a soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's interesting you say that. This wasn't actually written by Ms. Williams. Oh, was it? Oh, no, written by a man called Randy <laughs> Weeks. It's her only song. She doesn't really cover the songs a lot, apparently, but she uh, decided to cover Randy's song. And there you go. You enjoyed it a lot. I do like it. My, I'm listening to it now, John, and my toe is, is literally tough. Wow. It is literally a toe tough. I can't stop it. It's cool. I'll listen to the original, see what that's like. No, track number eight. I lost it. Yeah. A bit forgettable, I thought. Yeah. I. I'm not a fan of the guitar tone that they use. It's that kind of distortion, which is just, you hear it quite a lot. And I think particularly in pop punk, which you might not like me saying, but it, it just makes every guitar riff and every, all rhythm guitars sound exactly the same to me. It's just that that horrible compressed distortion where I, yeah, I can't get my head around why anyone would use it. It's just a bit of, a bit of overdrive, isn't it? It's popular in blues. That's definitely more of a bluesy overdrive than ever. I mean, I, I this is this song was quite. Uh, this is one of her, the bluesier ones, isn't it? And that lost my interest. I, I don't really have anything to say about blues rock. I think it's a bit boring. Um, I didn't enjoy it for that reason. But you know, it's about. It's just she's just singing about losing something. She never even goes into hint at what it is. I Maybe mean, probably it's love or something. I don't know. She but. lost it. She said, said it in the name of song. Yeah. Is it her? Is it her mojo? Did she lose her mojo? I can't believe that's true. I don't believe it. Maybe she lost her pickup truck. Yeah, lost her cowboy hat. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I I wrote a, a pretty decent paragraph just about how blues rock is is so boring in this and samey and uh, and it's not, I don't not think in you're listening sa- to the right blues. It's not in the same way that it's samey that like rap and stuff is samey because I think anyone could say anything samey I think you know what I mean um, but but have you listened to like BB King and oh Muddy yeah Waters? yeah but they're, they're they're like the classics aren't they whereas Blues Rock is is to me just not interesting and people always jam it and then it's just the same jam the same three chords and okay well I'm not going to try and convince you of the don't convince me because I my my I'm not really well versed enough. People rave about it. It's one of them things that people rave about. 
and I guess you just got to discover it in your own time to really appreciate it. I think maybe, and yeah. I haven't discovered. Maybe when, when you experience some kind of horrible loss, then you'll start writing blues songs just naturally. I think that's how most people get into it. Yeah, the thing about blues is the same riff, like blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, twelve bar blues. It's got its own name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, come on now, come on. Uh, the next song, Greenville, uh, I thought was perfectly timed slower song. Yeah. I thought, going back to your talk about uh, the f- album Flow from last week, I thought this was just the perfect time to just take it down a notch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I really like this song. Yeah, same, man. I enjoyed the song. It was, I like her when she slows down the pace and, and, and makes it a bit more of the country, uh, you know, roots kind of vibe. And uh, and I liked how it didn't have a chorus. It was just a nice, you know, story is kept on going. I like songs that don't have choruses. You know what I mean? Like when it feels like you're just listening to an old story kind of thing. If they're done well, yeah. you know, you don't always need a chorus. Yeah, it's less uh, formulaic. I guess it's slightly less formulaic because we all know what a song is. Verse, chorus, verse, yeah. bridge. And, when, and, then... and if you're trying to do that, sometimes you can um, just make something that's kind of boring, you know. Yeah. This one was like you, you know you were listening to the lyrics. It was actually really nice. It's right, yeah, and her voice is perfect for it. Yeah, good song. Because it is a, a storytelling voice, talking kind of singing. Yeah, dude, for sure. I think she'd be really good in like a in like a dive bar, like an intimate setting where she does you know like a small gig. I think this is where yeah. Lucinda would really excel. And if that if Greenville slowed things down perfectly, I thought. The next song, Still I Long For Your Kiss, sped things up perfectly as well. Yes, dude. Yeah, man. Get straight back in a bit more tempo. And the intro did that so effectively. Yeah. Oh, I like this song a lot. I, you could you could dance to this, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Go up to your... So light is in the air territory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. And again, the drums were, were excellent. This is the song with the Tom I was talking about, where like oh, it it? Really, you could really... It just made the the, the drum stood out so well, which is which I think is something I figured it out earlier on when I said it's not as compressed. Uh, that is definitely what it is. It just the production is so they let it be a bit more natural, and the drums stood out, yeah. and they shook my eardrums. Yeah, I uh, I thought that was a, a quite strong but subtle lead guitar throughout the whole album. Uh, this one I thought was a particular highlight. Probably slightly less subtle in this one, but still not overpowering in any way. Yeah. And it's again, it's panned to the left, so you just hear it in one where you got the most of the. Uh, I can't quite put my finger on what I'm hearing and what I'm listening to now. What's in my right ear? But they just balance each other so perfectly. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that guitar. Yeah. That that then that Tom did at 15 seconds. Yeah. You're hearing it, it's just yeah, so no, nice. It's, it's like, yeah. boom, and you can really hear like the sound bouncing around it. It's excellent stuff. Good job. Uh, I might even make that my favourite, you know. Yeah, I think that's a good favourite. Whilst listening to it, I've changed my mind. That's a good favourite, and it will and it will make our playlist very nice. That'll work well on the playlist. Yeah. Um, and then we're getting towards the end, last couple of songs, uh, and this next one, Joy... I thought was the only bad song. Mm-hmm. True that. It was a rare misstep for the album. Yeah. Not good. I agree with you there, man. Didn't have any love for this one. I did think it would again fit into that same biker movie. However, this time they're getting revenge on like a cheating 
like a, I had a whole scene in my head for this for this song. Uh, they go out they were like a, the, ch- the biker's lover cheated on them, so they go out, they smash the Harley up, and yeah. go drink some. They push one over and they knock over. Yeah, a like a whole line of yeah, <laughs> and then they go drink some Jack Daniels and throw empty bottles at the wall, and that's kind of like what that song painted in my head. But it wasn't a great song, even though it did paint a very clear picture. Yeah. It just was you. No, you could just I use it in like a corny movie, basically. Oh yeah, it sounds like stock yeah. stock country song. Yeah. Um, oh, she says joy about four hundred times during it, and it just annoyed me. But I don't want to spend too much time saying how bad that song is when all the rest of them are. I think are much better. I think what I would say about this song though is it probably would be quite good live, because I think the main the interesting part of this song is where is, is when she stops singing, and they do uh, guitar. You know, instrumentals. They do some solos and stuff. Do some riffs. It's a bit of a reprieve, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's probably the main part. And I think if you saw them live, they'd go really hard on that. And like, yeah. it'd be really cool to see them like shredding up, like, wow, man, like, you know what I mean? Like, everything's going crazy. That'd be that'd yeah, be really good definitely life. the song. Definitely the song this they play while she goes to have a a drink and a piss. Yeah, dude, for sure. And like when Mick like when Mick Fleetwood played like a twenty minute drum solo when we were we went to see Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, dude, and then his head <laughs> was it, like, edited his face on the big screen to like spin around. <laughs> it felt like an acid trip. And I've never <laughs> done so acid, weird. but I imagine I don't need to now. Yeah. Good save. What happened? <laughs> um Yeah, I think that song was just a bit bloody yeah, it just wasn't good. They could have cut that. Cut. Yeah. Cut. But yeah, uh, the guitar was doing us... was good, sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, but that brings us to the last song on the um, original album. There's obviously a whole second side, which is uh, live versions. And I think there was four more bonus... Def- uh, what's it called? Your favourite thing? Deluxe. Deluxe album tracks. I didn't listen to the deluxe album. I just listened to the non-deluxe. So it ended at Jackson. Ends at Jackson, uh, which is quite a mournful. Uh, I found it quite mournful, slow, slower song. And I thought it's a lovely song to end on. That's nice. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Jackson. Um, yeah, I, and I, yeah, this one she went sing, singing about singing about places, obviously. Yeah. And I can't imagine any English person singing singing about places in England. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Imagine, it just wouldn't happen. No, you're right, man. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I, you're very right about that. Um, I read about it. She's she's going on a road trip, getting over a past lover. Each town, she's saying, "Bun this guy. I got, I got bigger things going on," and uh, it's a really nice story. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Three yeah. seconds in, I was like, I'm sold on this. Yeah, hooks immediately yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of country that, I'm into. Yeah, really good. That place, um, she sings about Baton Rouge, which I'd heard of, but I, I didn't know where it was. So I had a look on Google Maps, yeah. and it's the capital of Louisiana. Yeah. Which I'm sure the more educated listeners would, would have known that. They might already. have known that. I, I've heard it in a John Mayer song. Yeah. Um, and I went into Street View. And the first two cars I saw were Dodge pickup trucks. There you go. <laughs> I was like, yes. That was a gravel That's road. That's exactly what I want from the Deep South. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think the Deep South is so such a romantic place. I'd never go, personally, because... I, well, you probably wouldn't be allowed. I don't fancy getting strung up on a tree. <laughs> but I think, you know, it does sound like a really nice place, you know? <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, really nice song. Yeah, I want to sit on a on a, in a rocking chair on the deck of a house and just drink beer. Yeah, no, yeah, it gave me a vibe where if I walked into like a pub, you know, when we would have done our, our lovely Christmas uh, pub crawl, yeah, <clears throat> which unfortunately is on, is not possible this year, Tom. Traditional, traditional pub crawl at Christmas. Sorry, man. Yeah, um, when we would have we'll do it eventually. We were, nah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so instinctively, no, absolutely not. Um, I think if I walked into a pub and she was sat there singing that song, I'd start crying fully. Full. Yeah, it's uh, it's the closing track of a set, and it's yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. It's a big big sing along. Yeah. But what I will say is I was reading about the song while I was listening to it and then it ended and went into, you know how Spotify gives you like a random track of, as related, yeah. it starts the radio thing. It went into it yeah. and I, did, I didn't notice the song ended. Wow. That's good radio. Fair play. Good, good work, work Yeah, good work Spotify. I was, I was sort of like, <laughs> I went back and I was like, oh, I've been listening to like two songs since the song finished. <laughs> I was like, when did it end? So I had to listen to it the I second that, time. I hope it didn't colour your opinion on the, on the album. It was just... Um, I just wish Spotify wouldn't do that. You know, I think you can turn that off. But You can turn it off. Yeah, because it's just, it is annoying. It, no, it's handy. It's only annoying when I'm doing this for the podcast. You know what I mean? But it's it's handy in any other situation. So I like it. But yeah, it's just, um, I like it when an album sort of ends and then you hear the scratching of the of the record. Hooray, hooray, hooray. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was, it's what if I could offer me yeah. that. Be... Just the needle bumping against the middle of the yeah. record over and over and over yeah. again. Um, yeah, but the album, cool. in conclusion, I think I'd say the production of this album was impeccable. Yeah, stunning. Yeah, amazing. Everything was so just there, it was open, and it felt like I don't know how they did it. Well done, whoever did it, well done, because I don't know how you did it. Um, a toast, a toast to the production t- engineer. Yeah, and you know what? It was popular, uh, apparently, it was really popular because it was, um. It was just like country music, in a in a in a clean way, whereas country music in '98 was very pop music, you know. Yeah, right. It yeah. was very dominated by people such as the Dixie Chicks, who have recently changed Ooh, their careful. name to the Chicks. If you insult the Dixie Chicks, my mum might not listen to the podcast anymore. I'm not going to insult them. I don't want to. I just don't want to lose fifty percent of our listenership. They were. <laughs> 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 But people like Dixie Chicks, Leanne Rhymes, and Faith Hill and stuff, we were all so big at the time, they were doing like what Taylor Swift did and venturing into trying to become more mainstream and, and have more pop with a touch, with a sprinkling of country, I, I feel like. and Like the, like the Bo Burnham song. Yeah, that? dude, I love that song. That's I just perfect, that. perfect. And Everyone go and watch Bo Burnham on YouTube, he's perfect. Yeah, he's great. And that song is excellent. Um, yeah. And it's a genuinely good country song as well. Oh yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> he can't. I don't think he can make bad songs. Dude. They all just come out really good. Yeah, that was a really good one. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think that I think that's why. Obviously, I'm not a country fan, so I don't. I can't sit here and say that you know she's better or worse than the Dixie Chicks. So don't come at me, please. But yeah, it was good. Although one thing I was doing, I was doing my research and I was looking at the Dixie Chicks. Have they changed their name recently to the Chicks? And yeah. they were like, we wanted to change our name for so long. 
And I was just like, if you had had 30 years of wanting to change your name, why have you just changed it to The Chicks? (laughs) What about about that um, Alabellum? group yeah i think i pronounced that lady wrong. who a. changed their name changed the name and then sued someone who was who's been using yeah, that name dude. for about 50 yeah. years oh, outrageous and, and, and to add salt to the wound it was a black woman so they're doing it they're changing their <laughs> name to to be like we like black people we don't want to be racist <laughs> but then they sue a black woman who is no by no means a very popular artist like i've never heard of uh, lady uh, mrs no lady a no i hadn't listened i hadn't heard of lady but, adabella me i mean so. i couldn't believe it man and it just shows <laughs> i pronounced i pronounced ab- abelellum differently every time i said it because i don't know how to pronounce it antebellum i think it is is it but it just yeah i just thought you know we could get into that whole thing where that's just absolute shit you know that sort of oh we're scared that we're gonna get cancelled so let's just do what we can to save face but not really mean it you know what I mean and if you're going to do something mean it especially if you're going to do something for a whole entire race of people like like just fucking mean it it's not that hard or don't do it you know what I mean and if you're so upset about your band name just bloody shut who's no, who no one's listening to Lady Antebellum you know what I mean I, I've never met a fan no but we don't live in America <laughs> that's true that riles me up dude it riles me up when these when these big companies and these these big rich famous artists just do stuff yeah, to man. pander keep going keep going this is great content i hope so <laughs> keep keep raging against the machine i mean i'm, I'm there on here on this list yeah. <laughs> no i thought like dixie chicks i'm sorry hillary okay i'm sorry but what a what a shit name to to claim that you wanted 30 years of wanting to change your name because they were kids and and this changed it to the chicks it just seems like maybe you just didn't want to get cancelled by Twitter. You know what I mean? Pixie chicks I would have gone for. Because, I mean, you know, oh, I just can't... I can't explain it. How irritating it is to see this happen. And it happens over and over again. It happens with Netflix cancelling people and taking single oh, episodes down. And it happens in cases with yeah. this where people who, you know, you're aware of the South and everything that happened in the South at the time. When you named your effing band antebellum and dixie chicks you know what i mean like you, you you had a history book you have fucking statues of the fellas that were fighting for slavery so it's not as if they only just figured out that oh shit this is a this is a low-key racist name but now it's a big deal now now it's not acceptable in mainstream america well that could be argued against but let's just say it's not acceptable now they're changing it and pretending that all the whole time they were like they were just like oh how do, what do we change our name to and then Eureka, let's just take away Dixie. You're not laugh. <laughs> You're not convincing anyone. This is this is great stuff. Do you keep talking? Because I just need to change some of the band names on my band name list. <laughs> <laughs> You've been wanting to for a long time, but only now. <laughs> yeah, only I know. Now. <laughs> I've yeah. kicked off about it. Have you decided to? It's just silly. And I think these bands need to really just, if we really need to look at, at you know, your history and, and dead in the eye and be honest with yourself. To these bands, I'd say, be honest with yourself on whether or not you genuinely give two shits about the history that you're linked to as an American. Um, and reading about actually reading about reading about Miss Williams, um, she is very much in the same boat as me, who is very um, 
doesn't like any of this Donald Trump nonsense. And apparently she's got a new album. I wanted to, I wanted to plug her new album. Apparently it is very, it's her most political work. And she is thinks it? Trump's a prick. And she's upset that a lot of her fans oh, man without, like... Man Without a Soul. Is that man one? Without a Soul, that yeah. One? yeah. And she's, she was upset that a lot of her fans um, agree with Donald Trump. And she found that even coming out and saying stuff like that really got people riled up. And she enjoyed it. She said, I don't mind pissing people off. She likes getting a reaction out of people. And I think from from this album, and I reckon Lucinda's all right. She's all right in my book. Good good work, Lucinda. Yeah. So maybe check out... A toast. A toast to Lucinda Williams. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Really good mood to toast at the moment. We are, mate. Who's, oh, I love toasting. Let me make a sound of a toast for post. Well, that was, that was, that was well said, John. Thanks, dude. Um, and I'm going to cheer you up by playing a game. Oh yeah, dude! I got to get, I got to get your guy queued up for. <laughs> and you went first last two weeks, so I'm gonna you you pick one for me. Yeah. After there's a little bit of um, controversy after last week, I picked without looking. I picked Fallout Boy, thinking that'd be not too easy, but I thought it'd be doable for John as a fan. And it turns out their fans are really stupid and have have made. Fallout Boy, a joke, really. Yeah, their fans have always been like fourteen-year-old kids, and and they've it's just they've they've stayed the kids have stayed the same age. They've got older. And somehow <laughs> they're still making music for fourteen-year-old kids. You know, fair dues to Fallout Boy. They've done that. They've done that well. Um, I can't say I'm a fan of their new stuff, and in fact, I won't say it. But um, yeah, so you really did screw me over there. Yeah, sorry, I've man. been through your liked musicians. Okay. And I think... Anything you liked? Well, yeah. And, I, and I've got one that's, that's linked to us, you and me. Okay. Our history. You and me as a, as a team, as a duo. A dynamic duo. Uh, is it my turn first? Am I t- if it's you first? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you asked the questions first because uh, you went first the okay, last two weeks. Okay, so for you, I've chosen... Insert drum roll. <laughs> Insert tension building music. I'm really nervous. I've chosen Bombay Bicycle Club, BBC. Oh, I don't know if I can name five bicycle, Bombay Bicycle. We went to see him live um, in, in concert for the audience. It's one of the one of the last gigs I went yeah, to. Yeah, we saw them just before the for the for the breakdown of society. <laughs> that was, Not the last one we saw though. We went to see um. Did. We did go to see that. Yeah, but uh, this one was big. This one was enjoyable. And we got a little, we got a little wavy as well in the in the in this gig. I remember I got a little tipsy towards the in the middle section, and I was very. Uh, having, I having a great remember time. it. I remember it because I waited forty five minutes to get served. Yeah, dude, and you came just in time, man. That was awesome. Ah, uh, still quite angry about that. Fuck you, Brighton Centre. Yeah, um, we should. We yeah, should well, we've been to shit next time. Anyway, you're right. So that's I'm gonna. Oh, I can't remember the names of the songs. Um, on my bicycle club, always like this. Yeah. Great song. Good. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Oh, I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> one so far. Yeah, one out of one. One out of one. Perfect. Perfect. Um. Um. It's one that's like eat, sleep, you. Yep. Uh, how solid are we going for titles of names, of name songs? 
Do we do we want to be right? Uh, on? We're, I think we're bringing. <laughs> well, it's up to you, man. I've said what I said, and oh, it's up I'm to gonna you. give you that one. Yeah, eat, sleep, oh. wake, nothing but you in parentheses. Uh, so yeah, that was very generous of you. I'll give it to you. Even after the way you treated me last week, choosing a, a <laughs> shitty band like that. But. So that's two out of two. Um, everything else has gone wrong. Incorrect. <laughs> that was the last one I could think of. What's the other really big one? It's got a, it's like a, a blue. I think the album is it's got blue on it. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what you take that? As <laughs> no, don't, I'd say that their album does have blue on it. I would give you correct. I'd say that's correct. Um, but you know, at least four of their albums have blue on it. So. Yeah, they do like blue. Yeah. Um, Go on, come on, think of something. Think of something. Come on. I think you've got this. All I can hear is the uh, hook to always like this. Yeah. Just stuck, stuck in my head. A good one, mate. Man, I'm, I'm gonna have to forfeit. I can't. Come I on, can't you can't think forfeit. Of... You've got two left. No, we could be here all day. It's not coming all to right. me. Then you f- Lights out, words gone was the one I was trying to think. Oh of. yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. So a big two to beat. Yeah. Uh, and I think you're gonna be fine because your one is Paramore. Oh shit! Okay. All right. Um, still though. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen them live? I haven't. I'd like to. I have. When did you see them? Like? Reading. I was at the famous gig where all the power went out, and they just oh, had yeah, dude. Um, her singing. I don't know why the microphone worked, and uh, a guy with an acoustic yeah. stuff. Taylor. Very nice. Yeah, man. Very, very nice. Dude, they're, they're sick. Paramore's great, and I, um, to add to the long list of female vocalists that I would like would like to marry, uh, Haley, Haley's <laughs> up there, dude. <laughs> Haley's up there. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, am I going to anger lots of Paramore fans if I say their latest album's better than their earlier stuff? I don't think so. Yeah, it's my favourite album. Because I think it comes from like a really honest place and it's really, it stands out and it's just a nice uh, thing. It doesn't, it can, I think it ages well. I think this, I think their latest album's going to age really well. Uh, yeah, I really like Hayley Williams and Paramore. Um, well, let's put that to the test. Go. All right. Well, oh, damn. Well, hard times has got to be up there. Hard yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's in there. Okay. Um, um, misery business. Yes, that's the most played song. Oh, wow. Um, and most overrated. Wow. There you go. Two were drawing. You only need one more. Oh come on, man. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> What's that song? I can't, I can't think of the name of the song. This is tough, dude. It's 26 there. I think it should be if it's not. No, not even in the top Fuck, time. that's dumb. That's dumb. Oh, two more guesses. <laughs> dude, shut up, man. Suddenly getting a bit close. Um... I've said misery business already, haven't I? You have. And that's not a guess. I was just checking. Um, you know what? Oh, maybe I'll say um, rose-coloured boy. 
that came in at number 10. <sighs> oh, he's only got one guess left. <laughs> he's only got one left. And there's at least three big tunes. I only took three guys and we're still going to draw. <laughs> Does he want it? Does he want it enough? <laughs> I'm going to take my head off in a minute. So I can think clearly. <laughs> Is it, I mean, here's a little clue. I'm going to ask for a clue. How many are from Riot? How many are from that album? Um, I, I will tell you, the only Misery Business was from Riot. Oh, interesting. Ain't it fun? Oh, he's yes! got it. He's done it. He's done it. <laughs> well done. I, that album is on the... I don't really... Um, well done, man. Uh, yeah, that was fun. I thought... I thought you were going to get the only exception or still into You know, it. I was thinking only exception could be there. Now, all I wanted, I was going to say all I wanted, uh, should have. And you would have lost. I should have. Because that's, yeah, but that's not actually in the top five. It is for me. No, that's that's only got 48 million. Only exception's got 200. It's like five more songs. Oh, what? Yeah, but you're not doing it from what Spotify says. No, man, I'm doing a total plays. I've not, I wasn't doing that. Oh, Any of this time, I wasn't doing that. Oh, we're gonna have to have a, have a steward's inquiry into this. Yeah, because I've just been saying that just let Spotify do that. I'm not gonna sit here and count bloody difference. And in... you don't even have to count. You don't have to count. You just have to look at which number's bigger than the other one. Oh, right. We need to have a serious inquiry. <laughs> Dude, into this. no. I we should just let Spotify <laughs> do the the populist, the popular songs. I don't care what's popular now. I want to see what's got the most listens in total. We are going to have to iron these rules we'll, out. We'll do this. We'll do this after this. I can't believe this. You've been cheating me out of points. No, we won't do this after. We'll do this right here. How, right do, I know, how do I know that you haven't cheated me out? Because I've done it. You can check. You can go back and check. And just yeah, see but maybe easy, I named one that had. It. You know once. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This isn't good. This isn't a good uh, sign for the way things are going. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the end this of the podcast, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoy these first three episodes because there's a massive rift in between <laughs> us now. Oh, I've been cheated. I've been cheated. Right. Well, let's just say bye and then we'll <laughs> have a showdown after this. All right. Cheers. Bye. Thanks. Bye.